Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs creating the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm Emily Aborn, and along with my co-host, Crystal Farley, we are here to give you the roadmap to success and the tools you need to build whatever this means for you. Welcome, everyone, and happy Wednesday. I have some news for you today. As you may have heard in the intro, I am introducing my new co-host, Crystal Farley, who's here with me today. Hi, Crystal. Hello, hello. How are you? I, you know what? I am doing well. I'm excited for this this uh, journey. That me we're too. On. Mm-hmm. So I I have deliberated over who I would have as my co-host. Mike was a fantastic co-host, and let's just be honest and say he's still the editor and producer. He's not gone anywhere. He still sometimes turns his mic on and talks to us through the glass there, you know, inserts his inappropriate comments and jokes. Um, But the reason I chose Crystal is because she and I are collaborating on a lot of different things, a lot of business education and opportunities for small business owners to grow. And so I thought having her on this podcast would be fantastic because we can meet a lot of these business owners here in the studio and learn from them as well. Crystal also has a podcast called the Making of Her Story podcast, and you have another one too, as right, right, Crystal? I do. It's um, People, Trauma, and Stress Discussed and Unfiltered Truth. So I figured she had some good experience, and that's why I asked her. And it, you know, I I don't make decisions very quickly. It takes me a long time. So I felt really good about it when I finally did make the decision. Well, what's really funny is that I feel like Southern New Hampshire is kind of like, um, you know, it's a small world. Everybody ultimately ends up knowing everyone else. And it took a really long time for you and I to get introduced. That is true. And we know all the same people. All of the same people. Yeah, that is, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And so somebody at some point was like, you know, you have to meet Emily Aborn. And so then we met and we exchanged podcasts, right? So you had me on yours. And then I was like, well, only if you'll be on mine. And, you know, we joke a little bit about Mike, but, you know, we had a great podcast. I've I've been sharing it more often because there's a lot of really great nuggets in there. So we had some really great chemistry when we had first become friends. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess I call it, I'm assuming we're friends. No, we're friends. We're friends. Okay, yeah, that's okay. I just made that um, assumption. And you may not know this, but you were my very first podcast. Like I just that's right came in hot. Yep, that's right. That's yep. right. Um, so, I, and I just think we, you know, obviously now with all of the projects that we're working on together, there's definitely just collaboration is at the like foundation for what you and I both do, right? Um, you know, and I when when you were uh, when you were on my podcast, I remember calling you a virtual assistant. Oh, dear. And you were like, no, I do not (laughs) want to be known for that. And I was like, oh, no, she definitely just doesn't like me now. We're not going to be friends. But it was a really great opportunity for us to have this conversation, right? Right. So, And I think that being that you're you're kind of changing the format of the podcast and bringing on, and I'm honored, thank you for asking me to be your co-host. Well, thank you for saying yes. I think you're so talented. She said yes. (laughs) I did. I'm the one. Um, you know, so I think it would be a really great opportunity for everybody to get the clarity that I've gotten since we've become friends. Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, I guess I just don't really like being called a virtual assistant because I think it's a little bit different than what I actually do. So a virtual assistant in, in, 
what I think of is more like inbox management, answering the phone, scheduling appointments, you know, all of those smaller things. And I really have a a marketing focus. So I help businesses strategize their marketing, come up with the marketing plan, and then implement those things either either with them or I do a lot of it myself um, with their instruction. So right, which is much much different than what I. It's a little had bit of a distinction. You totally were not wrong. Other people have thought it too, including my clients. So, but this is why it's a great time to show how you're clarifying what your role is, right? Yeah. Um, because you know, and not that those things are little, like inbox management. People hire virtual assistants because they are big jobs, right? They're very time consuming. And in all honesty, that was how I really started. Um, I owned a retail store. And I knew that I was transitioning from the retail store into another business. I really did not want to go and get a real job. And I thought that that was what I was going to have to do. So I kind of like wanted to prove myself that I sure. could I could still do this entrepreneurship thing. Um, so I would basically just say yes to whatever people asked me to do for their tasks. And that's sort of how that virtual assistant mindset got created, I think, because for a lot of people, that's what I was in the beginning. And then I sort of transitioned, well, these are the tasks I don't really like to do either. So why am I saying yes to doing them for other people? That's e- that's right. even more draining than doing them for and, yourself. And you want to focus on marketing, which is so much more creative. So I even think about my mind, right? And like a creative mind doing tasks that are much more like checkbox driven is very challenging. That's like, that's a lot of energy to be spent on things that don't fuel who you are. So why don't you tell us about what fuels who you are? Oh my goodness. You know, we talk a lot of, I feel like, you know, pivoting is really like what we were just talking about for you. Like you go from the store to virtual assistant to, you know, chief marketing officer for small businesses, right? Um, And I, you know, I think about my journey this year, you know, it's only been a few months, really, and the year's not even close to over yet. And I went from within the last 12 months, I've gone from, you know, working as a vice president of customer success in a role that I wasn't really excited for, you know, software company out of Canada, into full on in my business of, you know, stress management, right? And so I've sort of been known as um, the person that you can talk to about things that make you really uncomfortable, which is what I want to be in life. Like, that's how I'm going to change the world is creating a safe place for people to discuss things that they're not comfortable talking about. Um, But my, you know, my business, I, you know, talking about clarifying your messaging, how you went from VA to um, marketing, similar, I've had to do something really similar, because for me, it is like, what fuels me is having um, people develop better skills for coping with what they deal with every single day. And so because of my corporate experience, I focus on workplaces, and stress isn't enough. So people are still really uncomfortable talking about stress, right? Because like nobody has it, right? Not a single person, Not I even know. a single person, right? So I still love talking about the elephant in the room and I will every opportunity that I get. But I've had to talk about um, layering in different, you know, different options when it comes to diffusing stress in the workplace, like making it more soft and more, uh, more appealing to those that are putting these practices in place. So I've added a level of um, communication strategies to what I do. So I really focus on developing effective communication strategies as well as stress relief in the workplace. So, um, so you know, I, my business has changed, but it's really exciting to see how these opportunities sort of come to me and just follow them and see what happens and how they can get validated. So, 
you know, I've really had to pivot a few times, but it's all in the right direction. And I think it's more, you know, it's starting to define what you do more clearly. Right. Because when we start, we want to do everything, right? Sure. We, we just have like all these ideas and everything's brilliant. And then you really realize okay, I want to hone in on these things that I love to do. Right. Well, you cast a wide net because you're just, I just want to be successful. Exactly. You know, I I was um, in, you know, we talked about finances um, last week or a couple days ago. And, you know, in thinking about like, I left a really, if you were to define success by money, I left success. (laughs) I was like, screw you, big salary. I'm just going to go get, you know, I'm going to do this on my own, right? Um, And so if somebody was to be solely defined on the amount of money that they make, I literally went from like princess to pauper, you know what I mean? So um, I was lucky in that I set myself up to financially be a little bit more successful with the monies that I had made previously instead of going into like my business cold. So I had the opportunity to cast a wide net and then figure out what would stick and kind of move forward with that. But I think for me, you know, I looked at it and I was like, if I'm not successful in a year, I'm just going to go back to corporate America. That is the most unrealistic goal I've Uh, ever given myself. I agree. And I tell, you know, I know that I did become successful in this business very quickly, but I always tell my husband how grateful I am that if I had not succeeded in the time frame that I wanted to, which would be like yesterday, um, that we still would have kept going and trying to make this a go. You know, like he wouldn't be like, now you must go get a real job. And I wouldn't force myself to do that either. So, but I do think if it had gone on a year where I wasn't seeing any results, I would start to get really frustrated. And I think anybody would, yeah. right? And that's just not, I think, having the awareness for what you're doing. But people, I think, that are entrepreneurs that put the balls in motion, they're going to do whatever it takes to make it stick. We're and hustlers. They're going, right. You're yeah. going to hustle. Like my little notebook says, every day we're hustling. Yeah. Like, And you know, what does that look like? What does it change? And I think that's why we get caught in like the yes game of like, let's do everything. Um, but, you know, I would just be like, like thinking back on this journey and like if I was to ever give advice to anybody, it would be just – slow yourself down and define what success looks like. You know, like we think about how um, we teach children that it, like everybody gets an award when they win, like when they run a race now, right? Because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And that gives, I think, unrealistic, like we're all expecting things to happen overnight because we're being given all of this positive reinforcement all the time. But at the same time, it's like, okay, for me, I had, you know, a workshop booked within my first three months of having a business. Like I didn't even barely have any sort of plan together. That is successful. That is successful. And I think keeping in mind, I heard this analogy just on Monday. You are planting an orchard, not a garden. So a garden, you plant all the seeds for the vegetables and they pop up that same season, right? And at the very worst, if you're the worst gardener in the world, you're still gonna get like a million tomatoes and zucchini because they just come out of nowhere. They come out of the compost pile for goodness sake. But when you're planting an orchard, it's like very intentional. It's a very slow process. The first year you get apples and they're like not good. All the deer are eating them. Then over time, those apples become delicious and ripe. And that's when you start to see the fruits of your labor. So I try to keep that in mind, like not everything is happening tomorrow, first of all, and then not everything is happening in the first year. It's so true. The, a year in the grand scheme of things is no time at all. Like I, you know, um, people, when you think about your life and what time looks like as a scale, 
I tell people I was deployed in Afghanistan for seven months and they looked at most people will look at me as if they feel so badly that I was gone for seven months. But in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't a long time. Right. I wish I had remembered all this when I was closing my my retail shop because I used to think of how like long one day was, you right. know, and I'd be like, OK, just three more months until I'm done. Right. And when you're doing work that you actually want to be doing, it's yeah. amazing how fast it goes by. Yeah, you know, that is so true. We could be all the time, no boundaries, just 24-7 because we love what we're doing. And I it's, agree. It's just crazy. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that being said, like another, um, you know, you and I have decided that we're going to start putting together some um, some collaborations with regards to really setting yourself up for success when um, it comes to your business, right? And, you know, I think about... Um, you know, I've I've partnered with you a lot and asked for your feedback on doing a lot of the things that I've needed to propel my business forward. And I'm super grateful for your knowledge and expertise in that area. But I think, you know, that's another way that I feel like I'm finding myself being able to give back now is reducing the stress in the entrepreneur um, mindset. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. really having a different perspective and what, like understanding what reality looks like when it comes to different areas of life. Because I know if I'm going through it, somebody else is too. Yeah, I agree with you. And you, I mean, you've definitely helped me to be less stressed out when you're just like, okay, take a minute and breathe. <laughs> um, but another, I just have to say another analogy because the other day I was walking through the woods and I saw this whole like, well, my nephew and and husband were with me and they pointed out like this whole carpet of moss, okay? And so we like got down, I took a photo of the moss. It was super cool. Every single piece of moss was like a tree. And if I was thinking about like the organisms that lived in that moss, it was like the redwood forest to them. And so when you take your problem and you kind of like realize how many billions of stars are in the universe and you're like then you picture where you are in the world and then picture even further where that problem is in all of the problems it's like oh wow it's not really that important my inbox being full is not the end of the world yeah. And I mean, you know, we talked to, you know, one of the biggest things when we talk to other um, other entrepreneurs is the importance of boundaries, because, you know, it's really important that when you're working on your business, you're in your business, when you're with your husband and your kids or with your family, you need to be with your family. And, you know, you're not going to, I always, I, I feel like this is just the day of analogies, but, you know, um, somebody said to me when I was, when I was um, training um, back in my old company, they said to me, you know, when you're when you're thinking about, um, you know, boundaries and, you know, where you're spending, what your balance looks like when you're on your deathbed, are you going to be thinking, OK, like, do I need to, you know, I really wish I would have sold that, you know, three million dollar software deal when I was, you know, 27 working at IBM. No, no, I'm going to be thinking I wish I would have spent more time with whatever person. And I oftentimes when I deliver my workshops now, I'll always like share that perspective because, you know, whether you're working with a real estate agent or with, you know, some, you know, somebody that owns a, a bakery, yeah, sure. Your heart and soul is your business, but your family is your biggest support. So you shouldn't say no to them. Yeah. And even asking yourself, how are you like, how is what you're doing changing other people's lives and changing the world? I mean, I know you like to say the world. I just say other people's yeah. lives because I just want to change the world. Yeah, you're going to change the world. I'll just stick with one or two people at a time. <laughs> um, but asking yourself that question, I think really also is a good guiding place because when we're 
we can get all tied up and wrapped up in our business, but it's like, what is the real mission of what we're doing? And then a lot of those things become like far less important, not, not less important. They become less stressful. Well, that's exactly right. And, and not that they're not stressful. Like there are actual stressors. Mm -hmm. So and life happens right. and stress is subjective, right? So stress is to you is very different what it is to me. And I think, you know, it's really important to um, to remember that, you know, saying no to one thing is saying yes to something else. And so, you know, we um, we talk about how we've had to pivot our business and like, like kind of learn like what we're good at. It's the same thing when it comes to um, clients and saying no, like we sometimes we don't want to say no to money, right? right? But you're saying yes to a better quality of life. Or if you say no to a, you know, handling an event on a weekend, you're saying yes to your family. Or, you know, and I think, you know, that's just perspective and that's that's yes. pretty cool. Yesterday I texted Crystal that I was frustrated because I got like seven unsubscribes on my email and she's like, Don't worry, you're just making room for seven more. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. My husband always jokes that um he cleaned out his closet and I moved in. Like that's literally what happened. So, you know, when you make space for something, something else enters your life. And I firmly believe that. Yeah, I agree. Although I still remember who those unsubscribers are and I have it out for you. But you know, when I'm you just look kidding. at your I'm phone, kidding. sometimes <laughs> I unsubscribe from things accidentally all well, the time. But you, you do have to confirm it. I was <laughs> just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't have it out for them. I, I know that they did it out of a good place. Nobody likes rejection. I mean, <laughs> that's okay. So we did talk a lot about stress and it wasn't stressful. I like that. Yeah. We're going to be talking about a lot of other exciting things on this podcast. I think so Crystal and I are going to try to do one podcast together every so often to kind of fill people in on things that we're learning and inspire people and give business tips that are relevant to today. Yeah, I think I just think that we're um, I think it's important that we share our journeys as well as interview fantastic people, um, because there's so much in this community that we need to get out there. And, you know, I think um, asking some of these questions will allow some other people to be a little bit more um, more daring and take more risks and maybe start their own their own journeys. Yeah. And I would say that's something big that is coming down the pike, just specific to this podcast. I want the questions to get more daring and more risky. And we're really going to like get in deep on some of those underlying issues that we all go through. Yeah. So, cause I think like perfection is something that we all kind of, you know, we've, we we struggle with, right? So we have comparison syndrome. People are only posting the really positive things on Facebook and that sort of thing. But we all know, even though in that moment we might be comparing ourselves, we all know that there's something else happening behind the scenes that we don't see. And I think that um, we'll definitely get a little bit more into the reality of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, um, especially, you know, the effects that it has on family and mindset. So it's really exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. So that's what you're all in store for. Well, give Crystal a great big welcome. I'm sure you're all clapping on the other Round side. Round of applause, yep, I'm yep. expecting. I don't hear anything. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> well, thanks for saying yes to being my co-host, Crystal. I think this is going to be a fantastic journey, and I'm excited that we're on it together. Yes, thank you so much. For more information on the She Built This podcast, you can check us out online at www.shebuiltthis.org. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.